International. And welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, a podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Soroyce. With me, in studio, in person, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. What's up, Pat? Oh, dude, everything is good. It's good. Glad <laughs> to have you here. I know. I'm so excited to finally get to record in person again. Yes. We're going to, for our listeners, we're going to try to record a bunch while I'm here. So we will be back to weekly episodes. Yes, back to weekly episodes episodes uh we thank you guys a lot for sticking with us and it seems like we th- we're like shitty boyfriends we're like i know hey thank y'all again really seriously <laughs> like y'all mean a lot you know <laughs> you mean a lot to me i'm sorry yeah. i keep fucking up yeah. thank you for sticking with us yeah man i mean you know she's cool man she's you know she calls me on my shit you know <laughs> the fucking shitty boyfriend yeah we've been deadbeat we've been deadbeat partners and we apologize yes. yeah so but thank you guys and, and thank you for again like all the love on twitter and you guys still reach out and uh gently chide us for our fucking uh <laughs> our failed recording uh schedule so thank you keep doing that light a fire under us <laughs> oh man so kath how you uh how you liking your time back here in austin i'm doing good i'm having fun i've been here for like a week so far um i've been traveling a lot lately which is like the most champagne problem is like yeah oh, i'm like never home um but i'm having fun yeah having a good time that's what's up yeah what's up. nice out yeah oh, i just man. ate migas tacos yeah i'm having a go. good time suck it new york <laughs> <laughs> yeah she lives there but she loves us all right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we uh it's been cool seeing you around i, I stopped by your show at the latchkey the other night yep. and uh amazing showrunner jared holly every comic that walked in the door was told that they would be on the show now yeah 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 a bunch <laughs> of comics came and everybody got put on yeah, yeah, and, 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 I, I don't think any of them asked no nope, yeah, no one was, asked it was just like like, I, I think honestly what it is is that Jared forgot who he booked so he yeah, just assumed yeah. any comic that was there was booked on the show and that's yeah. why they were there anyway that show's super fun if you live in Austin is it every Tuesday I think it's 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 a monthly thing on like the I forget which Tuesday it is but just look up Latchkey look up Tuesday Latchkey comedy it's free it's run by uh, just Austin treasure <laughs> honestly like one of the best hosts I've seen like really yeah. people we always joke about how Jared Holly is like kind of a mess uh on stage he's a real goofball but man he can host a show yeah yeah he hosts a show and he he just gets so many fucking people to show up i yeah. you just called it you were like hey jared's friends and yeah. it's like but it was legit like 60 people like wedged into a small room and he keeps good company like his yeah. friends are f- really fun they're people. all fun they're all cool and everybody was paying attention to this like like crazy ass <laughs> bar show like it was never like you were fighting for attention. not at all no yeah. it was like the best case scenario for a bar show it was yeah. so much fun i love that like that punk rock element to a comedy show it's like everybody's right up on you and there's no stage and it's grimy yeah. that shit's so cool it's super fun it's yeah. when it when it's going well and when people are actually listening it's like my favorite type of venue it, for sure. yeah it really is it really is um yeah but uh, that, that, that was fun uh it's been a beautiful time here in austin uh i guess we should just uh you know not keep the listeners waiting and just go ahead and dive right it. in Let's yeah yeah i saw this one it's one of those things where you, you see something and you're like i want to do something about that and then you just forget about it and then you're like mm-hmm. oh there's that thing 
So I'm just going to go ahead and let's just uh, let's hop on in here. Let's do it. Uh, the place. We are in the Hatton Garden District in London, England. The Hatton Garden. How do you spell Hatton? Uh, H-A-T-T-O-N. Patton with an H. Don't know what it is. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, the, the Hatton Garden District in London, England is a, it's a wealthy shopping district where upscale clientele can buy all manner of high-end bullshit like jewelry, watches, gold, and loose stones. It's, it's the jeweler's district. Got it's it. That. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's prime heist territory. Yes, exactly. Got prime it. heist territory. Uh, these shops, shops and boutiques have millions of pounds worth of uh, inventory. When I say millions of pounds, I'm talking currency. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Got yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, yeah. Jolly old England. <laughs> I, I kept writing dollars throughout this and I was like, you got to be honest with yourself, man. It's not dollars. <laughs> Find and replace. Find and replace. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they had uh, millions of pounds worth of inventory on hand at any given time. So storage and security have always been a major issue for Hatton Garden business owners. So uh, to service this need, the Hatton Garden Safe Deposit was started over 70 years ago and acted as a mini fortress for jewelers and artisans to store their wares. The underground facility ca- contains 999 safe deposit boxes all packed to the gills with treasure and held behind meter-thick concrete walls. Okay, why not go for the round four digits? Why not go for a thousand? I was, I was thinking about that, and I I wasn't able to cut. Maybe it's like a like it's like the opposite of a baker's dozen that's what they do over there. <laughs> I I, yeah, like uh, I what I'm imagining is like they were just one, it was one of those things where they were like deciding the configuration of all the boxes and then they were like oh fuck yeah, yeah. damn yeah, it yeah like like we dude. can't fit this last one in here because it's rows of three or yeah, like whatever yeah. no way we cut this is nope. this fucking last little block box like getting in there so mm-hmm. yeah so it was 999 uh and yeah they uh you know, aside from uh, serving, you know, uh, as a safe haven for jewelers, it also was famously known as a dream target for local criminals. Yeah. Because uh, a dream target. A They're dream all tar- like yeah. hashtag goals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to go in there with getting to that. Oh, I just get ready for a bunch of shitty accents. I'm sorry. I'm just like, not going to be able to. That wasn't bad. That was oh, not bad. All right. All right. Thank you. I can't do accents at all. So I, I, I swear I can do them by myself and in, in my head. They sound great. <laughs> it's like whenever there's an audience, man. Uh, I'm so bad. Yeah. I don't even like I'm embarrassed to even try I might I'm not gonna promise anything I I may give it a shot I feel safe I feel safe with our listeners I will not be mocked yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, so uh yeah, now see, for decades, uh, London crooks have dreamed about breaking into the Hatton Garden safe deposit, which happens to lie smack dab in the middle of what is considered the London mob's home turf. Oh. Yeah, so it's like okay. right, yeah, it's right in their backyard. This is like the area where, like, that, that's just traditionally where you would find that's, these guys. That's just fun. That's just uh, good yeah, yeah, fun yeah. for that, like, just let's let's have our safe deposit uh, thing be right in the middle yeah. of uh, also make sure it, it films well so when yeah, they make a movie say, yeah. about the heist yeah. you know make it make it classy looking so like George Clooney can stand in front of it and yeah. Uh, yeah. radio for his gang yeah. of, uh, it was, the, the person who who, to, who founded the Hatton Garden area was they, they knew they were like you know what this is gonna make good film this is gonna exactly. make good movies yeah uh, when I was a kid I used to amuse myself with the idea that um, on those uh, you know those trucks on the highway that carry a bunch of cars yeah okay i used to think it would be funny if they always left the keys in those <laughs> simply because they were like well it's really cool in movies when it's you, extremely cool. when you like whip this off the thing and drive it off so yeah. we always leave them in there so when you see it in a movie it'll just be believable <laughs> and, like, i just <laughs> thought that was like a funny thing when i was a kid so uh 
Yeah, now, yeah, remarkably, though, the safe deposit box had never had a successful break-in. Wow. Uh, never once in 70 years. Uh, 70 or 7? I can't remember. 70. 70, okay, 70, yeah. yeah. So it was, it, it was been there for a while. It's, just, it's, in, it's underground. It's behind meter-thick concrete right. walls. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. uh, undoable or not doable. But now... Uh, until the now that that was all until the morning of april 7th 2015 uh that's when workers arriving back from a long easter weekend opened the vault to find 77 of their 999 safe deposit boxes broken open and laying in a pile on the floor completely empty uh yeah i wonder if they picked i mean maybe we'll find out but like was it random 77 or they knew i there there is there there's a source for inside information here and so i don't know if they went to those ones um well uh it, it, yeah i don't know if they went to those ones uh, they were just like seven is a lucky number yeah Let's yeah seven, 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 seven. or that's just like all they all they had time for you know that's right. just what it was maybe they weren't even keeping track um but seven seven out of nine 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 that's a fucking full house so yeah exactly yeah the uh the safe deposit boxes were broken open yeah there was power tools and debris scattered all over and a three foot wide hole drilled in the concrete wall sick now it wasn't actually three i had i thought about the right way to type this it wasn't one three foot hole it was three one foot holes um kind of like concurrently like venn diagrammed over wait each really other. yeah okay but like when it's like but it's, it's still just one big negative I space see. Yeah. yeah okay so it's, it's still a hole a one foot hole drilling apparatus yes and, and three it's, yeah, yeah like overlapping as much for maximum room sweet a venn uh, diagram got yes it. yeah 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 <laughs> but a, a three venn diagram yeah but but not laid out where they all three intersect you know we have things to get through okay <laughs> Uh, now, in all, 14 million pounds uh, worth of gold bars, loose stones, custom jewelry, and watches had been stolen. Uh, investigators arrived at the scene and immediately realized they were dealing with seasoned professional criminals. Clearly. Uh, obviously, these guys know what they're doing. Because you see, over the long Easter weekend, the vault had become the target of an aging group of London robbers who had become known to the press as the Grandpa Gang. Oh, hell yeah. 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 That <laughs> kicks ass. Yeah. There is a very old Nick Swartzen bit. I swear Nick Swartzen used to be really funny. <laughs> oh, he did, yeah. Where he, he, it's, it's hack now because it's such a good bit. People have like ripped it off. But it's like, if you're over a certain age, you should just be able to steal. Yeah. Like yeah, you should, yeah, there's, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. That's what the, like, I think in the same bit, he talks about how you can, you can do anything you want and they can be like at a restaurant. It's like, oh, did you like your food? He's like, no, it tastes like wolf pussy. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah you can just be the biggest dick and it's like okay yeah they steal something then they die 10 years later then whoever they stole it from gets it back perfect yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. you just have it on loan ex- it's fine yeah yeah so uh yeah now yeah now there was an estimated 11 people involved in this heist at various points in it but uh god do you think yeah. they met at like the fucking like bridge table yeah. <laughs> in like the park or something yeah. i'm just imagining like because when i think of like groups of old people hanging out and i i just think of like they all were like at dunkin donuts yeah every day they, yeah they all they all met at a denny's at five in the morning yeah That's exactly <laughs> they had some dinner meetings at 4 30 p.m yeah. <laughs> yeah every now and then they'd have a late planning call but it just coincided because they had a pill they had to take so they're like oh, i gotta stay up till yeah. to take my pill no well the calls always took a long time because none of them could figure out skype it was yeah. it was a mess <laughs> Uh, well, what will come in is they they could have used a, a, a further, uh, a more in depth understanding of modern technology. Okay, great. They could have gone into that, armed with that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
so um now yeah it was about four masterminds those were like really the core of this whole thing uh so now uh, at the top of this was a guy named brian reader uh clocking in at a fighting youthful 76 years old sick <laughs> yeah i mean he knows what he's doing yeah. probably these yeah, are like career said, criminals he's a seasoned, right yeah seasoned and i'm talking like lowry's just oh my god the accents on these people i can only imagine a one an aging london mobster yeah that is a beautiful like guy why hasn't guy Ritchie made this movie yeah well there is a movie uh this is a movie called the hatton the hatton garden job okay uh i I saw it while whilst researching nice and um they uh it does not get favor favorable reviews god damn it yeah, someone yeah. good needs to make this it's like, it's like the, sto- the, the the or as one listener pointed out your listener pointed out the the stone of schoon it's yes. not the stone of scone stone of schoon they uh that movie they said it was utter trash and it was yeah. like that's a tight there's a tight movie there don't fuck this right. up right how can you fuck up this great story you have to yeah. be really fucking stupid yeah, anyway, exactly. we should make all of these movies yeah why Clearly, haven't you been hiring us hire us to write a yeah. scam movie <laughs> we'd do a great job i was sad the me too movement kind of like puttered out i was waiting for them to just clear everybody yeah, we could all get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wanted everybody gone. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, I uh, did a show with a uh, very funny comedian of Baskets fame, Martha Kelly, and she was talking about how she was like, I was hoping the Me Too movement was just going to expand to like regular assholes. Like, just yeah. like, because she's like, you know, like almost everyone I've worked with is nice, but you meet people in Hollywood who are like very nice to the actors that they're working with and then are monsters to the crew. Yeah. So, like, I was hoping Me Too would be yeah. like, <laughs> also they maybe didn't sexually harass anybody but like fuck this guy right yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, that, that's, gonna clear be, them all that, that's gonna be the third wave me three movement that's, yeah. gonna, go through, <laughs> that's gonna be like fucking like best boy grips and shit like hey me three the guy cut me off going to the elevator and they hit the door close button I don't know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> get him out of here so yeah Brian Reeder he was 76 now they all used aliases uh, during this heist uh, a la uh, Reservoir Dogs sure but I think they all knew each other's names so that's I don't know it doesn't really make any sense um so the guy brian reader his uh alias disgusting robbery was the governor all right no so, way really yeah 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 oh you governor oh hey governor i'm gonna take all your gold gonna take all the gold <laughs> <laughs> uh so so we have uh yeah so he had actually already served eight years for his involvement in another famous british robbery called the brinks matt robbery in 1983 in which him and several others stole 24 million from a warehouse at heathrow international airport sick yeah so he knows what he's doing yes. although he did get caught so maybe not yeah no yeah exactly <laughs> during the investigation of that crime uh brian and his neighbor kenneth noy actually killed an undercover cop they discovered on noy's property and while they were convicted of the robbery they did beat the cop killing charge by claiming self-defense nice yeah yeah so these guys are doing it now uh also in the gang terry perkins uh 76 terry actually spent his 76th birthday drilling through the walls of the vault oh that's yeah, fun yeah it's very sweet Just getting uh, up to some nonsense with your friends on your birthday that's yeah. what i do yeah and just to know it's gonna be a raveling good time he was a diabetic and he brought three days worth of insulin with him into the vault <laughs> perfect come prepared yeah so uh and uh, he just was imagining also- one of these guys lugging an oxygen tank yeah. behind them into the vault <laughs> he was also convicted of robbery in the 1980s and had served 22 years in prison okay yeah so these guys like aren't the sweet old men like they, you look at the pictures you're like oh like these guys yeah, yeah. It, this wasn't they didn't just get like a, a sudden bug up their ass yeah. to yeah, rob they, a bank they didn't rob break, a, yeah they yeah. didn't break bad you know yeah 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 uh so uh now uh, also 
also the move. John Collins, uh, 74 years old. John had robbery convictions uh, on his record going as far back as the 1960s. Uh, Danny Jones, 60. Uh, Do you have any of these other aliases, by the way? I have a list of them, but I don't know who they went with. Okay. Well, so, please read the list when you're done because I'm yes, excited. that I will. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Danny Jones was a very physically fit marathon runner. At the age of 60, he was the young end of the group. Oh, yeah. He's and, the young spry. Uh, yes. The rookie. Yeah. And he was the candidate chosen to go through the hole they would eventually drill. God, they yep. need a skinny guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rest of them got, you know, they got some guts and some rumps going on. Well, it's like, you know, the guy with the oxygen tank can't go down there because it's underground. The air is probably <laughs> pressurized. His tank would explode and it would give yeah. them all away. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Uh, <laughs> so while communicating about planning the heist. God, the, Michael Caine would be great in this movie. Oh, yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they fucked up in the movie. They didn't get Michael Caine. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I'm sure they didn't have the, the They need an Ocean's Eleven with old British character actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would kick ass. Yes, That'd yes. be so good. Uh, shout out to that movie, The Trip. I love that. Uh, oh, with, God, I yeah, love that movie. Where Steve Coogan and uh, Rob Dryden just do yeah. everyone's voices for Rob the whole Dryden. movie. God, Rob, that yeah. movie's good. So, Everyone turn this podcast off. Yeah, just listen movie. to that shit. We're just, we're just <laughs> fucking around over here. Now, uh, now it's not known exactly, uh, you know, because they did have code names similar to those using Reservoir Dogs. Aside from Brian Reeder, known as the governor, we don't know whose names were who. I'm sure they do. I wasn't able to glean it. Sure. Uh, so we had Mr. Strong, Mr. Ginger, Mr. Montana, the gin the tall man, the old man, and finally a guy known only as Basil. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so British. Yeah, yeah, very, the very gin- much so. The ginger, yeah, everything. The tall man, the old man, uh, the crew. <laughs> Those are the seven gods in Game of Thrones, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking crossover. Uh, now, the crew planned this robbery for three years. Uh, they would meet in pubs and each other's houses to discuss the intricacies of the plot. This is the advantage of having old people do this is they are patient. They are not going yes. to yeah. act rashly. Which is crazy because you think that they'd like they'd be in a hurry because it's like I fucking die any second. We yeah. gotta get this shit done, you know? Nope. So uh the crew had planned the robbery for three years. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so uh they communicated via cell phones, laptops, and email, oddly enough, did not destroy any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which did play a big part in their capture. Uh, the crew was able to accomplish all that, uh, all that they were able to, because they did have some inside help. Okay. Uh, the man known only as Basil is rumored to have worked for the safe deposit, or at the very least, worked for them previously, or had an understanding of their systems and alarms somehow. Did he have a criminal record, Basil? Basil I guess we don't know. Ba- there's a lot we don't know about Basil. I'll yeah. get to that in okay. just a bit. So, um, now, on April 2nd, uh, Brian Reeder uh, arrived at the scene of the crime using his senior citizen bus pass to get there for free. Oh my God, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yeah, man. Cheap yeah. old men. I yeah. love it. If you got to get there, just enjoy the perks, you know? Yeah. yeah. Roll- I mean, you don't know whether you're going to be able to successfully raid the safety deposit boxes, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. you want to save money until you do. Yeah, rolled up drinking a senior citizen's coffee. <laughs> All right, so... Uh- now, there he met uh, with the rest of the crew, and all of them were dressed in garbs similar to London sanitation workers. Uh, they even carried blue-wheeled trash receptacles, which would later serve as a means to carry uh, loot out of the vault. Genius. Yeah, exactly. Killing it. Now, in the weeks preceding the robbery, the team had each visited the vault individually to inquire about renting safe deposit boxes. This got them a little tour. Uh, they were brought down there to get a layout of the inside of the vault and just, you know, the building itself. Wow. Yeah. Did they just give people the fucking blueprint to this if they yeah, asked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on in. 
at Rodovies where we keep all the money. And uh, yeah, so now security camera footage of the night of the break-in shows the unassuming workers exiting a white van and entering through a side door. Now, minutes later, the man known only as Basil makes his first and only appearance on the security camera footage. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's carrying a black bag over his left shoulder to shield his face from the security camera. Smart. So that's, that's yeah. So Basil then used his insider knowledge to help the gang disable the elevator on the second floor. So while the elevator was suspended up on the second floor, they were able to access the elevator shaft and go into the basement on the first floor. Ah, smart. Yeah, So they, yeah. nobody knew there was no camera footage of them in the elevator. Yeah, yes, or, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it. they were just, and then now they just, you know, it's, they were able to just dive down into the elevator shaft, go down to the, to the first floor or into the basement floor where they, where they store the vault. Now, um, now, they, uh, once they were in the basement uh, where the vaults kept, uh, they cut the power. That caused a gate to slide open, mm-hmm. which bad design flaw there. Yeah, unless what? I, unless I terribly misunderstood what happened there. <laughs> but uh, now, once inside, they were able to quickly disable the alarm. So they cut the alarm off, but it did send a text message to London police. A text. A text. <laughs> like, hey, uh, uh, no rush yeah. or anything. Get yeah. back to this when you have a moment. Yeah. But uh, the yep. most expensive uh, like stronghold of jewels in the city is... Uh, uh, a little fucked up right now. Yeah, WIA. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> you up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of the fucking 4 a.m. fucking like, hey, uh, what's up? <laughs> oh, man. So uh, now it's, it's at the message. Now, the message uh, was not received by the police because it was just a random malfunction. So it totally worked in their favor. Just lucky. Yeah, just luck, which that can happen with those things sometimes because one of the craziest things that happened uh, when I worked at the pawn shop, uh, when I worked there initially, they did not take uh, um, firearms that had a pistol grip so we didn't do pistols or any mm-hmm. kind of assault rifles we just did rifles and shotguns mm-hmm. uh, that has since changed but the reason it classic changed classic Texas yeah classic Texas the reason it changed is because uh, I think I mentioned this on a previous episode uh, maybe the one with Ben but yeah somebody bought a gun from one of our stores a chain stores uh, and they did like a shitty third party straw sale which is illegal with guns where mm-hmm. like they came back in with a friend when they were denied and they bought the gun and then like within hours that gun was used to shoot a cop <laughs> nice yeah that was okay. a that was in Waco. <laughs> so so they, it changed so that you can't take any guns now. Well, they couldn't take anything with a pistol grip. So that was Got like it. that was like their little public, their PR, like, all right, come on, we'll meet you halfway. Yeah. So uh, this guy comes in and he walks up to the door and he asked me if I can take an SKS. And I was like, man, we really don't do anything with a pistol grip. He's like, well, I mean, come on, check it out. It's still just 22. We just got the ranch rifle kind of thing or whatever. It was an SKS. I forget what fucking gun it was. But it had like a, like a they call it ranch rifles and it set up. And it was like, uh, it had, but it had a stock and it had a pistol grip. And I was like, yeah, I really can't take that, man. He goes, well, could your uh, could your boss take a look at it? And I was like, yeah. And I was younger. I should have made him put it back in the fucking bag. Yeah. But instead, he just like, we're three feet from the door. My boss is right on the other side of the door. We walk in. And so we're in there talking about the gun. Now, our alarm system had been misfiring that whole fucking, uh, that time period. Oh, shit. So what they would get is they would, they would ring and then like, the phone would ring in the store. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't answer it, uh, they'd send the cops. But if you answered it, they'd say, hey, this is Luigi's Pizza. Did anybody order order two large pizzas? Mm-hmm. And if you said yes or no, they sent cops. You had to say immediately, like, yo, it was a false alarm. Everything's cool. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. And so if you said uh, yeah or no, they, they sent police. So and all while this is happening, it malfunctions. 
uh, new girl who's been working there is working has the phone next to oh her. Oh my god! Phone sees rings. The gun. Yeah. Well, no, no. You see the gun? Just phone rings. Picks it up. We don't hear her saying nobody ordered any pizzas and hang oh, up. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. So then this dude is like, okay, so you can't take the gun. All right, sorry. All right. Well, thanks anyways for looking at it. Walks out with it at his side, walking out without it in a bag, just an exposed yep. weapon to two Coppers Cove PD police <gasps> cars out there. They're like, get on the fucking ground! And oh like, my the god! Dude, the dude melted. That's the only word I can say to say how fast this dude hit the fucking ground oh my god just like he was liquid by the time he, he, he alex mack yeah he just turned into a puddle that's yeah. so scary i'm glad that guy didn't get shot I, yeah i was just like oh my god i would have that would have weighed pretty heavy on my conscience god yeah. damn that's terrifying yeah that was insane uh they made my they called in made my manager describe her outfit and then told her to come in and go to the left and when she walked out she was immediately besieged by a police officer and taken off to the left oh my god yeah that shit was weird <laughs> So, anyways, so uh, anyway. yeah, yeah. So, just a little fun security company story there. <laughs> so they, uh, so they, they didn't go through, but it did. Con- so the, the police didn't get it, but the s- private security company that watched the vault did get it. Mm-hmm. So the security guard arrived. He saw the front door wasn't broken, and there was no police there, and so he just assumed it was a false alarm and returned home without investigating any further. Cool, great yeah. private security company definitely yeah. earning their money just yeah, being yeah. like, oh, the people that, uh, oh, right, you know how like we get paid yeah. because these other people aren't as good at their jobs? Yeah. They're not here yet? Let's go home. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's like like uh, the fucking, uh, like, I don't know what the British version of screwed the pooch is, but let's say that guy really shagged the dog. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so he... Uh, yeah, so now, having unknowingly dodged a bullet, the gang got to work drilling holes into the meter-thick concrete walls of the vault. Uh, they used a heavy-duty industrial diamond-tip drill to drill three overlapping holes into the wall. There we go. I finally got it right on that one. <laughs> uh, each hole took 30 minutes to drill, and the heat emanating from the equipment raised the temperature in the room to well over 100 degrees. Wow. So it's a bunch of cooking old men in there. Just, <laughs> so yeah. grandpa sauna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had a bucket of hot rocks, and he's like, <laughs> they wearing towels. Shit. <laughs> Turn it into a steam room. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Just unapologetic dicks out. <laughs> of course, they're old dudes. Yeah, yeah. their dicks aren't gonna yeah. be out. <laughs> More out than in. You know, like, <laughs> if you really just you know break down the uh, the time. Another thing that like if you're just old, like yeah, maybe not in mixed company, but like old dudes in a locker room. T- you have your dick out. You earned it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. At least that's how I feel about like old women. Yeah. Like, yeah, be nude in the locker room. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I say that because you said that because you don't find yourselves in men's locker rooms that often. And I say that because neither do I. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, hey, we got their dicks out at the gym. I was like, well, that's, I'll never know that because I Easy don't solution. The- don't <laughs> go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, man. I've never seen another fat dude. I just go like, I hate dicks too, man. He's like, what? Huh? <laughs> and I high five him. Rarely do I get a return high five. Uh, so. Yeah, the uh, now when the gang finally broke through the wall, uh, they realized that the hole was actually blocked by the actual wall of safe deposit boxes, mm. which aren't just stacked and not like filing cabinets. They're like right. in there. So uh, they had anticipated this though, and they had brought a hydraulic ram to help knock the boxes out of the wall, mm. uh, which is pretty fucking cool. However, uh, as luck would have it, the hydraulic arm had broken or hydraulic ram had broken, so they had no way to break through the vault wall. Oh no! Yeah, so you know what are what are the how the Duke boys gonna get out of this one well they did what any group of old men would do they decided to call it a day and come back saturday whoa yeah because i guess it's a long weekend right yeah it's a long weekend they had the whole weekend to, to, to just do this shit <laughs> oh my so god so 
uh, they leave uh, and they, they all go home and I guess I would imagine have uh, bangers and mash. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get a full a full breakfast, full but, English breakfast. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Full English breakfast. Uh, they just you know set, fry up whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. They did, this, they did some work in their gardens. Uh, yep. Yeah. They watch a uh, football yep. <laughs> in, uh, in train spotting uh, football whenever they, they like see Danny Boyle writes or not Danny Boyle to write it, but um Irvine Welsh, uh, he writes it like in dialect in train spotting, mm-hmm. and uh, with some of the heavier accented characters, it's, it's actually spelled F I T B A, football, football. Yeah, yeah, that's just it nice. works. It works to them. So uh, now. Um, so on Easter Saturday, uh, which me and my friends used to call Keister Saturday, <laughs> why? Uh, uh, we just thought that one time we we I came back to visit my my hometown when I lived in Connecticut, and uh, I came back to Texas, and we were all hanging out. It was Easter weekend, and we were just it was the Saturday of Easter weekend, so it was, it was Easter Sunday. And we called it Keister Saturday. Wow, hilarious! Keister. Yeah, it was funny <laughs> to us, and we were like, "Oh, it's Keister," and then like our friend's tire blew out on the road trip we took, and my whole voice goes on Keister Saturday of all days. <laughs> so uh, on Easter. Saturday, John Collins and Dan, uh, Daniel Jones, Danny Jones, climbed into John Collins's white Mercedes Benz and they went shopping. Uh, they went to a hardware store 15 miles away in the town of Twickenham, which okay. is just yeah, very very British. Uh, now, there's something to be said about the carelessness involved in buying a hydraulic ram on the Saturday before Easter, two days before the discovery of a robbery <laughs> that definitely required a hydraulic ram. <laughs> uh, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, now. <laughs> What's even crazier about that is that uh, they they actually when he bought the hydraulic ram, then uh, that's why I said they could have had a little bit better understanding of modern technology because they bought it and they had to give a name and an address and he just he just did gave his name and address. wow <laughs> which but usually old people are super concerned about that shit yeah 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 because yeah. they've been they're all hopped up on sixty minutes telling them to fucking be scared of identity theft and <laughs> and so yeah that guy did not. I guess he missed 60 minutes that week. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. My my mom, anything that happens on there, the first time I went to New York like years ago, she was like, be careful ATMs in New York. They'll skim your data. I was like, oh, that's stupid. And now it's like actually a big problem. From what I understand. But anyway. Someone did that to my card like three weeks after I moved to New York. That's fucking get a new crazy. Debit card. Yeah. Damn. The balls. Put a, 60 minutes is right guys yeah fuck yeah everything they say is right <laughs> andy rooney the rightest among them yeah uh no so the uh so eventually they made access into the vault uh yes yeah, so they go down there they drive around they get the they get the 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 ram and uh they return to the the vault but not before driving around the hatton garden district for like a half hour making sure everything was cool right well, not the best thing, though, because probably not. You're in your car. You're in your <laughs> Mercedes. Yeah. Driving around the fucking uh, the, the scene of the crime. Just yeah. These guys, they, the age, uh, it helped them. It's like, you know, when you, you get a. That's especially stupid in um, England because everywhere in London has CCTV. CCTV, exactly. Which is so why Basil with the gym bag on his shoulder was fucking. He knew what was up. Yeah. Uh, we'll come to find out. He really knew what was up in a, in a <laughs> sec. So uh, now eventually the team made access to the vault. Uh, they were able to open 77 of the 999 safe deposit boxes loaded up the jewels and the cash and the gold into the blue wheeled trash bins they had initially brought with them and they just wheeled them right out the Hell fucking front yeah. door yeah. out the front door out the front door yeah Genius. Uh, the goods were then transported to a workshop owned by one Hugh Doyle who was described as a plumber and a drinking buddy of the gang <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, they also uh, stored a large amount of stolen property at the home of William Lincoln aka Billy to fish. <laughs> Billy to fish. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, I was wondering, do you think it's because he drinks like a fish? 
Probably. Pro- or probably fish rhymes with the second word and some other word phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some would. Cockney rhyming shit. Yeah. I bet he either drinks a lot or he eats fish and chips a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or both. They do go well <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Or he's uh, like... Uh, his name's like Billy Foster, and Foster rhymes with saucer and dish. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> no, some, yeah, exactly. All right, so with the goods stashed away and safely, the gang decided it was time to lay low and just await the public discovery of the robbery. This is the part they're good at. This is how it was in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so Scotland Yard got called. They wasted no time in launching a full-scale investigation into the robbery. Uh, well, they wasted some time because they were able to come back the next day um, without anybody noticing, yeah, but yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, the, 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 it was they was, didn't waste any time from when they Discovery. started doing their job. Exactly. But had they started doing their job earlier, they, they wouldn't were have wasted. Maybe forty eight hours late to actually doing their job. Yeah, it's like theoretical astral physics time. They're like, see, but that exists in a pocket in universe that doesn't even exist because we weren't <laughs> even there on Friday. Exactly. Yeah, it was good Friday. It was doing you know, busy. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, they. Uh, the forensic evidence at the scene was light. Uh, there was not a lot of like straight up like classical forensic evidence like fingerprints and shit like that. Uh, this may have a lot to do with because later discovered in the houses of one of the gang was the book Forensics for Dummies. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. So that, that probably uh, I was watching the first 48 one time and this lady came in to say that he, essentially she thought this guy that she knew committed the murder and he was like, well, why is that? And she's like, well, on the uh, I know he was over there on the night it happened. And then he called me when that it happened, and she, he asked me a weird question. I'm like, what was the question? He's like, he asked me how to spell forensics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, never that have. That is true. Like, people, I don't know, because it's like all this mind hunter shit and everything. It's like, criminals are generally not brilliant. They're not, yeah, they're not yeah. smart people. Yeah, they're, they're. Most of the time. Yeah, they're maladjusted, a lot of times undereducated. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's really very, very yeah. rare that you get someone even of like, above average intelligence yeah yeah it, like, yeah it is they're not like especially like when you like like yeah serial killers among them serial killers, they always they hear like the like the this. even that like most of them are not that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah you, you hear this myth of like the hannibal lecter type and like you know right. like that and that's like exceedingly rare the super, most of them, the most of them are like the people kind of you would expect you're like yeah i thought that guy was a serial yeah. killer <laughs> yeah yeah the weird guy that lived in a trailer behind his boss's uh, property like yeah that guy oh he killed a bunch of people mm, figured yeah uh, shocker yeah <laughs> Uh, so uh, the investigators so yeah so they had forensics of dummies uh, now the investigators had the notion to just search local hardware stores for the sales of tools they knew were yeah. utilized in the robbery ding 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 <laughs> like fucking fucking yeah uh, I mean I wonder if this is harder now in the age of Amazon I, harder or well yeah because it'd be harder because it's not localized anywhere well you'd yet. have to like it. you wouldn't be able to like check to see who ordered a hydraulic press like yeah. you'd have to have a suspect already and exactly. then confirm yeah. it based yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, it's like, well, there's only one Ace Hardware in this town. So, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, like, they fucking... Uh yeah, so they got that. They, they looked for the round there, and eventually, you know, it wasn't long before they discovered the sale of the hydraulic ram on Easter Saturday. At the, you know, I just need a hydraulic ram for Easter, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just, it's part yeah. of my tradition. Church of England's a little different. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they found the, the hydraulic ram Easter Saturday at the, at the hardware store in Twickenham. Uh, the same sale in which John Collins used his full name and real address. <laughs> uh, and then police scanned all the video evidence they could for the Hatton Garden District to look for the vehicle of John Collins, which they knew was a white mercedes because they knew who the fuck he was and sure enough boom they found it uh license plate identification technology 
pegged it down in the car and investigators watched as it circled the safe deposit for several minutes before parking <laughs> and watching two men dressed in garbage sanitation unit workers uniforms getting out of a fucking benzo oh yeah yeah <laughs> on a saturday you know <laughs> just normal shit yeah uh they exited the vehicle and uh they entered the hat and garden safe deposit at least rent a car like yeah, come on yeah. well, or take that senior citizen bus again yeah yeah was that not running you know like and then also what why one thing they did. I bet it wasn't running because they came back on a weekend. Oh, they came on yeah. Friday night, right? Yeah, yeah, Weekday yeah. Weekday bus service better than weekend bus service. Yes, yeah, that's this a fact. Got, you know what got them caught? Shitty public transportation. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Poor civic planning. That's what got them caught. <laughs> well, no, but they they did rent a van. They, they showed up in that white van. That right. van's never been discovered. Wow. So it's it's like just do it again like do yeah. that twice come on just extend the rental like you can afford yeah, it it's yeah, fine yeah. uh so the uh now it's uh it's worth noting that the uh as i said the the mistakes which got the perpetrators caught involved ignorance of technologies not present in the formative years of their criminal careers uh after they uh, assessing the known colleagues of john collins police were able to get a working idea of which local london crooks were involved in the robbery <laughs> yeah so uh with all the gang now on their sites police simply sat back and watched Watch for the gang to make the first wrong move. Um, now, at this point, they were waiting uh, for the evidence uh, of the. Uh, they waiting. They're waiting for evidence of the crooks leading to divvy up the bounty. Uh, yeah. they, they, I guess in London uh, criminal parlance, it's called the slaughter. Which Ooh, is pretty I fucking, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The spoils so, of war. Yeah, they're waiting for the slaughter. Uh, and when the surveillance teams confirmed the goods had been divvied up, this now meant that each member of the gang had tons of stolen goods at their house. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was enough, definitely enough to provide a strong conviction. The raids were swift, and uh, with only and they were swift, quick. They got in, they got out, they recovered a bunch of stuff. They arrested everybody. However, they only recovered one third of the fourteen million ah, that was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as one of the guys said in the documentary I watched about it, he was like, you know, the stuff that was in these deposit boxes. Because uh, I'll get to that in a minute, like what kind of stuff was in there. But basically, he said the stuff they got back. He's like, there's no nice way to put this. He's like, it was the cheap shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what we got back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, uh, the aging criminals uh, seem to have no regard for getting rid of any of the evidence they used in planning the heist. I mean, they <laughs> kept laptops in which they had Googled high-powered diamond tip drill, hydraulic ram. They kept the cell phones they used to speak to each other with their real names, even though they had these cool fucking nicknames to use. Yeah, what the fuck? Stick with the nicknames. Yeah, yeah, Get some yeah. burners. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just commitment to a plan. That's yeah. what it's all about. Follow through. Yeah. <laughs> now, with the, uh, within the span of an afternoon, every member of the gang had been apprehended, except one. Basil, the mastermind with all the inside information who concealed his face with a black gym bag while walking by the security cameras, has never been found. And according to the gang, he has the remaining two-thirds of the loot, uh, meaning that over... He he is somewhere... uh, possibly with 10 million in gold, loose stones, jewelry, and watches. Nice. Yeah. Now, when the story broke the uh, public, uh, when the story broke, the public initially had a lot of support for what they dubbed the yeah. grandpa gang. Yeah, it was like, of course. I, I, you know, I watched the I watched the report, and there was like people in the street. They were just like they were like, you know, they were stealing it from the rich people, anyways. And they're old men. What are you going to do? Da 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 da. Uh, so the police like kind of had to remind them. They're like, look, these guys were career criminals. Yeah, like, they, they killed somebody. Yeah, one of them killed a cop. Like <laughs> they're not like the best sweet guys. Sweet old men. They're not sweet old men by any means. You know. So uh, another misconception. I still like them though. Yeah. No. I mean, they're still <laughs> they, their roguish charm has got me yeah. head over heels. 
Uh, <laughs> another misconception about the heist was that the victims were all wealthy diamond dealers or financiers. Mm. In actuality, the overwhelming majority of the people who used the safe deposit box to store their life's work were um, artisans and like the people who like made custom jewelry. Yeah. And they were storing like their 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 raw materials there. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of gold bullion, a lot of like gold bars. Uh, but they also were stealing or uh, were storing like pieces they worked on and made. And a lot yeah. of these guys lost their life's work. That sucks. Yeah. They're, they're, I was going to say, because it's like, well, it's insured. So you get, you, like, if you lose raw you, materials, you, you get, get the that dollar back. amount back. But what you don't get is these guys made, like, that, where you, that's where you go to get, like, beautiful custom jewelry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so these guys made stuff that's, like, irreplaceable. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That they'd, like, worked on and crafted. Yeah. For and you decades. Can't, yeah, yeah. You can't just replace that. Yeah. 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 So that was, like, that, that's, uh, that was, like, uh, like so there was, like, a, a public misconception that these guys just stole money from a bunch of wealthy diamond dealers. Right. And it really wasn't the case. So uh, the courts ended up handing down uh, six to eight year sentences for all the parties involved across the board. Six to eight? Six to eight. It would, be, it would range. They all got at least six and but one of them got that's eight. That's it? Yeah. It's not that much. That's not that much. Not that Especially much. Especially for keeping two thirds of them like value. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, Danny Jones, the member of the gang who drove the white Mercedes Benz, uh, he recently had a change of heart in prison and decided he wanted to tell cops where his share of the loot was buried in exchange for like a lighter sentence. Aww. Yeah. So he said, uh, there's like a really like, uh, uh, him talking and it's like his like cockney ass voice. He's like, you know, I just wanted to take, you know, show my loved ones and all my family that I changed and I'd done the right thing. Aww. Yeah. Right. So the police took him out of prison that day and they took him to a, uh, a cemetery in North London and it was under a nondescript grave marker that Danny Jones had buried two small packages containing several hundred uh, thousand dollars worth of gold and jewels. That is a good hiding place. It's a good hiding place. It really People is. People are not going to dig that yeah. shit up. It, the only risk you run is if there are some like goth teens doing a seance. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. And even then they wouldn't want that shit because it's fucking it's corporate, man. It's <laughs> like, a bar of metal. How's that corporate? Ah, it fucking is, dude. Yeah, um, so like, yeah, so they, they, the police got the two packages from him and they looked at Danny and they asked him if that was all and Danny said, yeah, that's all. Uh, unbeknownst to Danny, police have been monitoring his communications. Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. And knew that about 40 feet away, there was another cachet of golden jewels. <laughs> <laughs> get him, fucking Danny. <laughs> yeah, so he's just trying to get a sentence lightened yeah, a little so bit. Yeah, so he can go back and grab the other package and just get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, <laughs> that kicks ass. That's real cool. They had already grabbed it, too. It wasn't even Aww. there. They just asked him, like, hey, man, is there anything else? Uh, no, I swear in me mom's law. <laughs> that's, well, that's all the gold I've got. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a bear in a raincoat <laughs> so yeah uh, Danny was immediately charged with perjury and returned to prison god damn it <laughs> so uh, give him some points for trying yeah Come on. Uh, upon returning to jail he had this to say about his sentencing uh, and I screenshotted the picture of his letter from YouTube videos I did not feel like transcribing this so this was what he had to say about the gang being in in uh uh, in the prison he said uh we're nothing like the lads in here the lads in here are super sportsmen compared with us with this <laughs> gang and uh these guys can barely walk one has cancer he's 76 the other has a heart condition another 75 i mean the other guy's 60 with two bad hips and knees none of us are gonna make it out of here one of us has crohn's disease <laughs> Aww. yeah 
Yeah, that he said uh, that he actually uh, reached out to the Archbishop of Canterbury, which I didn't know you could do in 2016. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, Send him a text. Side note, Danny Danny Jones, time traveler. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And he sent out and he said that he reached out to him asking him, you know, to like that he turned it over a new leaf and he tried to cooperate with the police, even though that's not the full story. Absolutely not. So he said, uh, he said he, he, he wrote him back and said, uh, uh, you know, it's, 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 Poor, it's a poor choice that you got yourself mixed up in the Harden, Hatton Garden heist. And just to think of, with no uh, riches brought of it, it's a lot of trouble to go to just to be pretty infamous. <laughs> kind of like scolded him like, hey, yeah. bud, you knew better. Uh, he did tell him that he would pray for him. So That's good. Yeah, there's that. So... Um, yeah, now uh, that was his. He had a, he had a lot to say. He wrote a bunch of letters. Now Brian Reeder, the the main guy of the gang, uh, he had a little less to say, stating only uh, when you think about it, we had to be quackers, <laughs> stone quackers, stone quackers. <laughs> so yeah, that was. I think that that sums it up pretty accurately. That's the name of the movie about this. Yeah, they should. They, they literally called the movie the Hat and Garden Job. Fuck no! you. Stone, stone quackers. quackers come on obviously yeah guys send us some taglines for stone quackers send us <laughs> taglines for that and hashtag it stone quackers and let's just get that hashtag off the ground i don't even care what it hashtag means hashtag stone quackers yeah just hashtag stone quackers uh so yeah uh, now uh and a little bit of the epilogue they they have since there was more guys than the guys that I, I talked about right uh they have since recovered another dude it's not basil though they still haven't got basil serious basil still have not he's got like the living money. in the alps now. yeah he yeah. has like the best life there's one of the guys that he made he bought a yacht with his wife and in sales around the world i mean but yeah. i mean this is the same guy that there was not a bag of gold buried under right that. yeah, <laughs> yeah so like, who knows what that guy but uh and now this is kind of sad uh it is important to note that the hatton garden safe deposit box never fully recovered from the bad press it obtained in the wake of the robbery Aww. the public sentiment towards the safe deposit box was summed up when a vandal put a simple yellow post-it note in front of the word safe on the business sign that simply read un <laughs> ha got him <laughs> zing got him <laughs> yeah yeah no they got roasted yeah they did they definitely got roasted so i like that they consider a uh, post-it note vandalism yeah. that's i enjoy that uh, we've got a real banksy over here <laughs> <laughs> it was probably banksy it really was banksy that <laughs> rascal uh so uh now uh, within a year the they shut their doors oh that's too bad yeah so that's uh that's it that's the grandpa gang I mean, I feel like this is one of the rare times where I'm like, kind of worth it. Yeah, kind of worth they, it. Kind of worth it. They, they, they. Not I mean, something I do now at uh, 30 in two weeks uh, at yeah. the prime in the prime of my life. But like, if I make it to 76, yeah, sure, fuck it. why not? I mean, again, though, I I say that, and I know how attuned at just 32 I am to creature comforts that I did not even give a shit about when I was 20. Yeah, that's two. true. I, I recently uh, had t- two. A 20 and a 21 year old kid sleeping on my floor over the last three weeks because mm-hmm. they moved here and had their place fell through on him as a kid Aww. I knew from my hometown yeah I got him a job and then he brought his friend along I got that guy a job and then the day they get here I was still in New York I was still yeah. in, in Brooklyn the day they got here they're like dude the fucking apartment fell through I was like I'll be back in town tomorrow I'll figure something out and I, they stayed at my house till the 20th so it's oh from the 28th of March till the 20th till 420 uh, <laughs> they were at my place and it was just so funny like seeing the things that even from the span of 21 to 32 
that like, I used to not give a shit about. So right. now that I'm like, I can't go without that thing. And how are you guys not having that thing? Like, right. How are you? I can't sleep on a floor anymore. Like, yeah, my exa- back yeah. is a mess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they would just like, I would like, you know, like I'd stumble back from a comedy show with like five people with me. And we're like fucking just, you know, it's me and Jared Holly like slamming low stars and like freestyling and shit. And like, yeah. and these kids are like asleep on the couch and oh like wouldn't God. even join the party. They would just stay asleep. So like, I say that now I wouldn't mind going to prison for an attempted bank robbery at 78, but how much more in tune with creature comforts would I be right. at 78 yeah. to where then I would potentially spend the last six years of my life in a, in a hellhole That's where I'm true. just, yeah, I can't do shit. Like I'm a fucking colitis is flaring up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. So I mean, I say worth it now, but I think I, I, I think I would, I would get to that age and would, would not be as much of a fucking cavalier and not give Probably, a shit dude yeah. as I think I would be. Yeah. I don't think you just like um, accept death just cause you get older. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. still seems yeah. shitty. <laughs> if anything, I would say it would be more worth it to try it now. Yeah. Cause, cause then you get, I, you get, get out, out you still have I, a life. I wouldn't be 40 yet, you know, so yeah, you get, you go pick up your buried jewels. Yeah. You get my buried jewels and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And the credits roll into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was stone quackers. Yeah. Pretty stone good one. quackers, baby. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Like I said, we're going to be back to dropping these a little more frequently. We got some cool things we're going to be talking about coming up uh, in the next couple weeks or months. So well, no, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, guys, in the meantime, remember, uh, go on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast and like us, rate us, and then share us and subscribe us. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Uh, leave a five-star review. You know, and uh, Interact. Le- interact. Come on. Come fucks with us. We're out here. You know? Fucks with us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter at LCS Podcast. I'm uh, at, at PZTX, P-E-E-Z-Y. Uh, and also, uh, look us up on Facebook. It's just like Lie, Cheat, and, lie, Cheat, and Steal on Facebook. You'll find us. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kath, where can, where can they find you out there? Yeah. I'm a Kath Barbadoro on all the all the stuff. Um, I have two other podcasts. If you're not tired of my voice yet, I have uh, What a Time to Be Alive, which is about um, sort of a weekly news review about all the dumb shit that happens in the world. Um, and then the other podcast I have is called Wrestlesplania. It is about professional wrestling. So check those out if either of those sound interesting to you. All right, guys, go get them, download them, listen to it. All the shit you did for us, do it for those two. Thank you. Yeah. So, and uh, also for all the other podcasts on Body Tape International. Yes. Yeah. Check out all the other great podcasts here on, on this excellent label guys thanks for tuning back in with us uh, it's been excellent talking to you have fun be safe and remember don't get caught don't get caught bye guys Ooh.